You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined by Andre Champon and Patricia Caputo. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing great, Tyler. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. It's been a week. Sunday started off with the Super Bowl. Bengals lost. We we went into it as much as we could last week, and then we just the house of cards fell, and we were all wrong. We Besides Matthew wrong. Stafford throwing a pick. That's true. Two of them, two. right? Two. That's Still didn't win though. You were right yeah. about. No Von Bell though. No Von. Hey, yeah. I was right. Gatorade was blue. True. He you did, were. He did guess the right <laughs> Gatorade. Gatorade. Dude, yeah, you nailed it. Yep. Should have, man. Yeah, I don't really have a ton of thoughts other than the fact that the Bengals will be back. Yeah, they'll be back, trust. I just don't get why Joe Mixon wasn't in on the third and fourth down. Yeah. But <laughs> that's my only complaint. The yeah, Zach Taylor did. made some really questionable yeah, calls. Yeah, I agree. He did. He yeah. definitely coached like it was his first time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, that's sh- how he coached like Sean McVay. He did when he played saying. the Patriots yeah. that similar. year. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Halftime show was good. It, it was, was good. good. It was yeah. very I loved entertaining. It. It was awesome. It was bad. 50 Cent. And 50 Cent. Well, that was your down? favorite? Upside, upside down. down. Yeah, 100 Was that your favorite? Because you really? wasn't supposed to be there. Right. It was a total surprise. Well, I knew, I knew that the rest of the people were going to be there. You're and they right. were all good. Don't get you're me wrong. Right. Like, you're Kendrick's right. was really good. He and was. Dre like and Kendrick. Snoop were good. But 50 Cent just being upside down. Yeah, that was cool. I, I agree with you. I, have to, I would have to agree with you. 50 Cent is just that guy. Really, my favorite Everybody was the Tupac it. tribute. California yeah, California Love was That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, Super Bowl was fun. It was a close game. I think a lot of us wanted the Bengals to win, but I'm happy for Odell and Whitworth. So. Yeah, especially with Odell just towards ACL again. Yeah, so. so that was tough, but hey. I just loved how he broke down in tears, and even Van Jefferson had a baby right after the game. At 9 o'clock at night. His wife was apparently taken out on a stretcher at that game, rushed to the hospital. Wow. Af- after he won the Super Bowl, he grabbed his daughter and said, let's go, we got to go to the hospital and meet your mom who's having a baby. Oh, my goodness. Were they there in time? Do you know? I don't know if they made it in time for the birth. I think she was having the birth while, like right after the Super oh. Bowl ended, so I'm not sure if he made it. Oh, wow. But also Odell even said he was on standby because he yeah. was expecting yeah. a baby His wife is on stands, too. Yeah, so. But she made it. She didn't have her baby yet. <laughs> the baby held out. I was happy for Odell and Whitworth, though. Me too. Whitworth, Whitworth being the oldest yep. O-lineman. You know he's won a, he won a state championship, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. He's the oldest player in the league now that Brady retired. Yep. He's yeah. going re- to retire, though. He is. But that's what that's the one thing I did like, the way you go out. You know, winning go the out Super with the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. I agree. And even Matthew Stafford. I know he didn't have the best game, but just to see him finally win a Super Bowl after all those horrible years in Detroit, it was nice to see. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. wish Burrow would have won it. Right, yeah. exactly. I don't just really. After the no call, of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like, yeah. I wanted to see that. After the no call, I'm just not a Rams fan personally. But hey, hey, look with that right, offensive no PI. They were all complaining about that. Yeah, like, and there it? were a lot of questionable calls in that fourth quarter. I'm just yeah. saying it was a no call pretty much game until that last last drive. two minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It that is was what it is. a lot of questions. But and the AFC is very competitive, but I have no doubt in my mind that Joe Burrow is going to be back. Yeah, I mean, he beat the Chiefs twice this year without an offensive line. Give him some more time. We'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. We'll see. Teams are going to figure him out, but I think he's just good enough to keep beating them. I don't know. He's just good enough. I think the Bengals are just going to get better. I think Zach Taylor's got it under control. Jamar Chase, that duo. Yeah, it's just a a winning recipe for Mm -hmm. the Bengals right now, and that's why a lot of the fans were mad. No, they, they were. They got a day off after all the kids got a day off. Even yeah, though they for were real. Disappointed, but and just 
being able to look at the future and say that they weren't supposed to be here, they were happy they made it, and now they have a long way to go. Yeah. Well, that's about it for the Super Bowl and football season, unless you want to watch the USFL in the spring. <laughs> I might. The New Orleans Breakers. That's a team? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I'll like, I don't know. Wait, do they have a team for Dallas? No. Okay. I don't think so. I probably will not watch. Yeah, it's like, eh, maybe. Man, there's, ba- there's <laughs> you know, going to be baseball yeah. on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, if there's no baseball, you're right. Yeah. It doesn't look too promising right now. And that is the good news, and that's what the main topic of today is, and it is officially baseball season, college baseball. The MLB still in a lockout, I think. <laughs> yes. But this coming weekend, LSU will be taking on Maine, and we are doing our LSU baseball season preview. Last year, the LSU Tigers finished 38-25. and They won the Eugene Regional, beating going all the way to the Game 7, and then losing to Tennessee in the Super Regional. And that was it for Paul Maneri's career. He decided that he was retiring, and that was it. Andre, I know you're a huge LSU baseball fan. What does what did Paul Maneri mean to you and those LSU baseball teams? Man, he, he meant so much to me and pretty much any LSU baseball fan, like I said, my age, because he's been the coach ever since I was born. You know, uh, ever since I watched LSU baseball, it's always been Paul Maneri. You know, Paul Maneri was the coach for forever, pretty much. And so to see him retire was, you know, really emotional uh, for me. I, I actually teared up during his uh, last press conference uh, when he said he was retiring. Yeah, it but, was uh, tough. But uh, it was time. It was time for him. You know, he, yeah. he was medically not – Mm-hmm. inclined to coach anymore and then he uh he needs some time off for sure he he wanted yep. to spend time with yeah he'd been coaching for so many years yes it was time yeah, for sure and uh it was time for a change of culture uh yeah like, for the program and and we're gonna get that because jay johnson is that guy mm-hmm. and yeah he is very impressive to me after I, after paul Monero retired we officially hired jay johnson as the new head lsu basketball basketball baseball <laughs> coach what were y'all's thoughts on the hire when it first happened? At first, I was kind of questioning it. I was like, man, we could have gone and get somebody young like Tony Vi- uh, Vitello. Vitello, yeah but, yeah. but then I was kind of like, wait, this guy literally led an Arizona team with the best mm-hmm. offense. Uh, and with that lineup, they weren't like crazy. They just knew how to hit. Mm-hmm. And they went to Omaha. And I think they – did they win one game or no? They were 0-2. Ooh, they might have got 0-2 I think bounced. they got 0-2, but it was good games, I think. Yeah. But any, anyway, he, he with the lineup he has right now, it's Omaha or bus yep. for us. Yeah. I agree. It's I very th- high. It's very high expectations for this baseball team right now because you're inheriting some of the best players in the country. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I think he brings in this new blood, but he also brings in a lot of experience and a couple transfers from Arizona. Yeah, he brought in probably one for of the me. best players in the country in Jacob Barry. Who's the best. Prolific, yeah, he is he the number the one recruit in the next MLB draft. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> prospect. Okay. Sorry, not recruit. Prospect. He's right. the number well, one prospect. That's going to be interesting. I'm excited about this baseball team. We'll talk about some of the players from last year and how this team was, wasn't was bad, but they were very top-heavy last year with yep. Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan, Kay Doty, and Gavin Dugas really doing all of the work. All the work. Because then you had they had a lot of rotation in terms of third base after third baseman and second baseman they kind of shifted a lot of that a lot of injuries too injuries yeah, a bit of injuries yeah this team had 
But what they lacked in hitting, they made up in defense and pitching. Because last year you had one of the best pitchers. You had and two, but then one of them got hurt. Jaden Hill had gotten hurt. Yep. But this team was very good at defense, and they ended up in a lot of pitchers' duels. And it was just – it's kind of flipped the script this right. year, though, yep. in terms of how it's going to go. Kind of going down the roster here – I mean, this baseball team in terms of offense is going to be phenomenal. Andre, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on how this offense is going to run this year? You want me to break down my projected lineup? No. No, you can, not yet. We'll do that later. We'll do that. I'm just saying this this lineup is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you better – it's like kind of like you want to load your left-handers against these guys, but, like, the guys on our lineup are going to – go crazy with them too so it won't matter like i think we're gonna be gorilla ball again and we're yeah. just gonna hit like 100 home runs total yep. like or more i totally agree what andre says don't we i think we have five all-stars on this team and that's just yeah i mean they have some of the yeah. best players I, I mean some of the best freshmen sophomore you have yep. all these transfers now it's Young like team yeah transfers. Love yeah it. it's 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 gonna be very eventful to watch see I don't know if you guys remember when Jay Johnson had his opening press conference. That was kind of in the summer. Yeah, I remember it. And he talked a lot about how this team could hit a lot of home runs, but that wasn't really his game. game yep. He likes to hit, get the ball on the ground, make teams make mistakes, yep. and hit doubles, hit singles, work an offense, really. Yep. So they're going to hit the ball a lot, don't get me wrong. Yep. Just the fact that Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan – Jacob Berry is probably going to be your starting three players in whatever order they are. They're going to hit the ball a lot, but I don't know if they're going to hit a ton of home runs. I think they're going to score a ton of runs. I agree. Yep. I just don't yeah. see them. You don't see the home runs? I don't see it as home runs. I see it more as doubles, triples, I could see bounce that. off the wall. I think they're going to hit a lot of low-line drives but when you and have, make teams make mistakes. But when you have, I mean, you look at it from last year, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't Jay Johnson's method either, but Arizona led – the country in home runs right. too, so yeah. So it's like and Gavin Dugas had 19, so I see him hitting a lot of home runs. But also, Cruz and Morgan are so fast that that's why I think they're going to hit the base run, try yeah. to steal yep. second, steal third. I mean, to give this guy credit, he has fixed because you'll talk about probably two of the bigger issues last year that you had was Alex Malazzo was batting 135 on the season, automatic out pretty much. He was pretty much an automatic out at times, and we couldn't really do anything about it because he was such a great catcher that we had to such keep him in. A defensive player, and he's really—they said that he's gotten really better in yeah, the offseason. He has improved. And then another guy who's supposed to be huge for this team this year is Cade Beloso. Yeah, I've watched uh, a lot from Cade uh, this spring, and uh, I really think he will be the DH uh, this year. Yeah, there's a lot to really unravel with this team because they're so much depth right yeah. the depth in this it's team crazy it's is crazy ridiculous and it's going to be times when they're just going to change the lineup completely to mid-week. get other people in who need at bats probably midweek yeah. because in reality these first couple weeks whatever lineup you see you shouldn't really trust for yeah. the time being till I I, i'm gonna make a this not really a hot take but i would say till probably the Shriners Classic when they play Oklahoma Texas Baylor. Yeah, it'll probably be. The lineup's going to keep shifting until then. I mean, there's guys on that roster. You're looking at even DiGiacomo, mm-hmm. Bianco, yeah. Drost, Collar Cranford. 
Yeah, Josh Pearson. Safford, Pearson. Jordan Thompson can play shortstop. Yeah, he's going to start. He's a start shortstop. But all those guys that were Zach Arnold, I think he's still on the roster. No, Zach Arnold. He transferred. That's what I thought. UH. He's at Houston now. Yeah. But you have a ton of guys that have probably just evolved into a better player. Like these guys are like set for the future. Yeah, they are. And the expectation is still high, but you look at the future and – this guy's a young coach. He's going to be really good. The problem with this season that I think everybody's going to realize is the pitching. Last year, you lost all three of your starting pitchers in, well, you didn't technically, but in the, at the beginning of the season, you had Jaden Hill, Landon Marceau, and A.J. Labus, and you've lost all three of your weekend starters, and you're essentially starting from scratch. Jay Johnson did go and hire Josh Kelly, and he has done a great job. Patricia, what do you see from this LSU pitching staff? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just trying to find those weekend guys who's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think that's that's just a big question mark, but I also have confidence in Jay Johnson that they're going to figure it out. The interview with Javen Coleman, we asked him about that. That will be on right after this, and he had confidence in this team as well. Yeah. Andre? Yeah, uh, so what what I've seen, you know, over the fall when I went scrimmages, when I went spring scrimmages, the pitching actually outdueled the hitters, and Jay Johnson was not very fond of that. Uh, yeah, he's a hitter. And, he's a hitter's guy. And he let he let uh, Javen told me he let those hitters know that um, you know he was not very happy with them that weekend, <laughs> but. Um, that's just that just tells you, you know, a lot of people are sleeping on the pitchers this year, but they really shouldn't be because th- this team will be good enough to have like a four or five ERA to win a World Series. That's the big thing that I think everybody who's kind of worried about the pitching should know is that if you have a four or five ERA on your weekend rotation, that's f- phenomenal because LSU is going to score six, seven, eight runs. Mm-hmm. Right. With this lineup, there's no this lineup almost has no turnover from bad to good. It's not top heavy. It's got the perfect amount. And I think also fun fact, you did you guys know that Jay Johnson coached Chris Bryant? I did. Yep. No, At uh, was yeah. it San Diego? Yeah, San Diego State. State yeah. So I think and he can make hitters, and he's going to continue to make these guys better throughout the season. So. I have a lot of faith in that. So if these pitchers are really pitching four or five ERA and you're running three, four pitchers out of the out, it doesn't matter because you know that this team could get hot any moment and score five runs in an inning, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be right. the most shocking thing in the world. Right. And, I mean, right now they're going up against some of the best hitters in the SEC, some of the best hitters in college baseball. So I think that's definitely great for improvement. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We'll move on to our projected lineups, and we can just go. We'll start with. We'll start with the weekend rotation. Cool. That's a big question. That's there. the biggest question, but I think that's what everybody wants to know anyway. Yeah. That's what we think. Andre, we'll start with you, and then we'll go. Who is your Friday night starter? So for Friday night, um, just this Friday, I'm gonna say Devin Fontenot as our Friday night, but I think it's gonna change to Eric Reselman. Um, later this transfer season. out of Arizona, right? Yes, uh, the Saturday night guy I think is a lock. I think that's going to be Mikael Hilliard. You know, he's a fifth year senior. He always has got it done for us starting wise. Uh, he's just he did it in great, Eugene. Yeah, he's he's he was, great. He's got that high arcing curveball. I'm sure that, and you know that 
JK, the pitching coach, was the assistant of the year last year. Yep. And that's and Arizona State wasn't by far the best baseball team, but their pitching was actually pitching was good. really good. Yep. So I have a lot of faith in him. Yep. What about your Sunday? And my Sunday is um, don't call me bias. Uh, <laughs> I would say either Javen Coleman or it's going to be Will Helmers. But I think you have to put a lefty in there. Like you just have right. to. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> That's what I actually pr- I pretty much agree with Andre and also just going off of what he said about Hillard. He's also been here since 2018. He was in that weekend rotation back in 2018. So to finally give him that chance again, let him come back into this lineup. And he's been here. You have to take things into account, like the COVID year. And a lot of guys like these freshmen play during a COVID year. Guys like Javen Coleman haven't been able to experience what you could say a normal baseball season. Guys like Hillard has, so you have to give him that opportunity. Yeah, I agree. But I don't think Devin Fontenot is going to start after this weekend. After this weekend, maybe, but I think it will go Mikhail Hilliard because, like you said, he's always given us good starts. Yeah. I think he's going to be your so-called ace for the time for being until yeah. somebody does better. And then I would say it would be Javen Coleman or Will Helmers, one of those type of guys. And then I would say Devin Fontenot pitches the Sunday game, and then you, you see what your bullpen looks yeah. like after the first two days because I just don't know how much you trust him. Right. The guy was a closer for two years. Yeah, he, he's been put in starting – like he's been put in starting occasions, you know, and this he has the, he hasn't peaked in that. This is the classic tale of twenty seven or twenty eighteen with Zach Hess. Yes. The guy yes. was a dominant closer. You kept him in that role and yes. they tried to make him a Friday night starter because he could he could throw f- a great fastball and his his but speed, you, his velocity. But he had to he had to only throw thirty pitches a game. Because he was throwing gas and he was yeah. throwing heat in these m- nasty curveballs because he was throwing it so hard. You can't do that for 100 pitches. Nope. And that's Devin Fontenot. That's I, I agree. Be the, that's yeah. the same tale I, I of that. I completely agree with you. And, I mean, and you also have Riley Cooper, who's out of Arizona, who I think that's someone to look out for. I mean, I think he's relieved. His opponent's batting batting average was .234 last year. So that's just someone Yeah, but that, last that year he would, he would only come in for, like, one to two guys. He was a closer. Yeah. Closer There's year. just so much – to just question about this pitching staff right now that nobody's got a real idea. idea yeah. I think you kind of have somewhat of an idea. Like, you like know that Mikhail Hilliard is going start. to start one game out of the weekend. Yeah, and you're really not going to know much till we play a, a somewhat decent opponent because that's when you're going to start to get an idea of, okay, this is the lineup we think Jay Johnson trusts, and it's going to get into more of that kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. come come March. Yeah, come March. March. February baseball is kind of just for the fans to who aren't good at basketball. <laughs> when your basketball team's not good us. and you got a decent baseball team, you go watch that instead. Taking, you taking shots here? Yeah. We'll have both. All right, we'll move on to the catcher position. Andre, who do you think your projected starter is? I got to go McManus. Uh, I just have to because Malazzo, I haven't seen enough from him offensively this, this spring when I'm going watch. is just – He's he's improved. Let me tell you, like his at bats are way better than they used to be. It used to be three strikes and you're out, pretty much. Yeah, it was just one, two, three. But this guy's he's working around balls and stuff. But I think McManus is a he's a ten home run guy. So I think I mean that that brings a lot to your lineup. And defensively, I think he's he's good enough to block balls and you know throw runs out. So 
Right. Yeah, I mean, I know you have a new head coach coming in, but I think Malazzo might start for this season. I mean, he started the last two seasons as catcher, and then, but I could see it eventually becoming Tyler McManus. Yeah, but he's a fifth-year senior, Tyler McManus, right. so he can't stay again. I think it's going to be Alex Malazzo. For the sheer fact that this lineup goes so deep that if if Malazzo is your only out, you just got to hope he's not in on two outs. And I think he, like you said, he's probably gotten better. Yeah, he has right. gotten better. I can only assume he's gotten better. I mean, can't get much worse. Yeah, but what, <laughs> I, I can see that. You know, you can sacrifice that one spot in that lineup. With, McManus with so brings the are. bat, and yeah. I think— You could see him as a DH pr- pretty much. Maybe a DH or a pinch hitter late in games when Malazzo's supposed to come up, and they say, okay, you're going to play catcher now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see him maybe filling that type of role as a pinch hitter when you desperately need a hit or you're down a couple runs and you've got a runners on base and need a home run or something, and, I and could, you want somebody to hit it deep. And I could see it switching. I think uh, like the new pitchers are going to go with uh, with McManus, and I think the old guys are going to want more Malazzo because mm-hmm. you, you know how Javen said he liked he liked yeah. Malazzo. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, we'll move on because the infield is a pretty set in stone thing, it pretty seems. Much. I sort think of. we all got an idea of what's going to happen with that. But, Andre, who's your first baseman? Well, uh, yeah, easily Trey Morgan. Trey Morgan. Yeah, he was so good last year. He made, even if a player made a mistake, it just seemed like a good play. Yeah. It was he, so easy. He was always on the ground, you know, diving for balls defensively. Mm-hmm. His hand-eye coordination is the best I've ever seen, probably. He's one of the, the most athletic player. first basemen I've ever seen, mm-hmm. ever. Yep. The way he yep. can scoop the ball and do all that stuff. Yep. And he he plays first base almost like a shortstop. He'll yep. die for it, and he can still get up in time and run back to the bag yep. with no with no problem at all. Yep. He's. They said they might move him to outfield. They made test lots of places. No. I just don't think they are. I don't think you can. Uh, I think confirmed. you can take that guy out of that position. Jay confirmed that uh, he's, he's keeping him I don't know first. if he's ever played anything but first base. I think he used to play shortstop in okay. high school. But, I mean, that was that was a year ago, right. too. All right. What about second base? Second base is going to be K. Doty. That's what I had Doty. to yep. <laughs> He had moved around from third base to second base last season, but his bat's so valuable yeah. that it really – you have to put him somewhere, and mm-hmm. I think second base probably one of the better positions for him to play. I yeah. agree. So I think that's going to be your best guess. Yep. yep. All right, shortstop. Shortstop's going to be Jordan Thompson. Yep, Jordan, Jordan Thompson. Thompson. Great glove. He was kind of a spotty batter last year, yep. but I think – Improved he, big he, time. Thinks I think he needed confidence. Yeah. And towards the end of the season, he started to get that. And then he had the all season to build on that. And now I think he's going to be more of a complete player. Yeah, he was all SEC freshman last year, I think. Yeah, he was. He was really good. Yeah. He just his batting was a little bit spotty. Yeah, it was, it was and inconsistent. Jay Johnson being a, a really good hitting coach like that will help that kind I of. I think he'll hit there. like 300, 300 kind of. He batted. Jordan Thompson was 250. Yeah, he'll probably bat he'll bump that up. To, he'll yeah. bump that up to probably 301, 310, something, something, something that range. Like that. That's solid though. That's a that's, that's good, a solid yeah. batting average. Yep. Patricia. Yeah, I agree. Thompson, yeah, I Thompson. agree. Thompson. What about third base? He's, we know this. It's Jacob Berry. That's, that's yeah, it's probably one of the biggest locks of the century. That's why I said Dowdy's going to play second because Barry's going to be. A yeah, because Barry was a third baseman in yep. Arizona, and yeah. he's going to make it so easy for the infield. Mm-hmm. Just an overall statement. What are y'all's thoughts on the infield? Going? Locked. 
<laughs> don't that's hit locked it. down. Yeah, I agree. Don't hit it. <laughs> the pitching is the only concern. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's a lockdown. That's a lockdown infield, mm-hmm. and the infield alone. If Tyler McManus is the catcher, like it's you like, said, Andre, it's like 60, 70 home runs combined. <laughs> That's Maybe. a that's a bomb. That's a they're hitting bombs. Yeah, they're they're doing great. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the outfield, and we'll start at right field. See, that's the biggest question. That is they, the biggest you know, question. Um, but I think Braden Bear is so good. I've watched him from the spring. I watched him from the fall. This kid can hit so great that his like his bat is such an asset. Like that, his defense it's. It's good, but it's not like you know better than like Stevenson or Pearson. But he will impress us. He he's gonna probably be the right fielder. All right, yeah, I'll agree with Andre here. No, I'm not agreeing with Andre. I think there's a couple options. It's gonna be a big toss up at the beginning of the season. But I think from what I could see, a guy like Beloso or a guy like Drew Bianco will probably get the start at the beginning of the season. I think Joe Bear's going to get some reps, and it's going to be an earn-it position. There's a lot mm-hmm. of guys, because that's really the last spot on this team right now that's, that, is a question. That, yep. I, that I would call truly up for grabs. Yep. 100% up for grabs no matter what. That's Because that's, there's a ton of guys in the lineup that could get there. Yep. What about center field? Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, Cruz. <laughs> He's too good of a hitter to not yeah. gotta keep him out there. Yeah. He's gonna be a good center fielder. They had him at right field a lot last year, yeah. and I think that he needed to. He needs to. He needs to get somewhere better. So center field, and then lastly left field. Number eight himself. Number eight Gavin himself. Duga. Yep. Gavin Duga. He's awesome. Little kid, huge heart. He's awesome. So good. He's really good. So I hope I hope that works out. I think that's. A, I think our projected lineups are all pretty similar, but for yeah. the most part, DH. We knew. What about DH? DH, right? Which got? Oh, I got Beloso. Beloso's hitting you think Beloso? so great in the spring. He's. A, I don't think he's good enough to be in right field, like defensively. Okay. He's just he's too slow for a right fielder. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm gonna agree with Andre here. Very <laughs> similar answers today. I think it's gonna be McManus because Malazzo yeah. is gonna right. start, and it would be McManus yeah. there. Which makes the most sense. Makes if sense. It yeah, makes okay. sense, yeah. Because then you're still getting that good. You're still getting the bat of McManus, right. but you're not letting him play catcher. And we'll see yeah. it switch. Trust me. We'll see it switch during midweek. We're going to see all these younger guys get The lineup is by far, far from set yeah. in stone. I mean, and especially might, with batting order. Batting order. Do you want to talk about batting yeah, order? Yeah. I mean, the batting order is going to be that's, wild. That's See, I saw this weekend. It was weird what uh, Jay had formulated, but I think he just wants to uh, kind of throw us off. But you want to go with what? What did you see? What did you see? Well, what did I see? Um, just know that we saw Jacob Berry leading off instead really? of Trey Morgan. Yeah. Um, we had, I think Jordan Thompson hit like four or three hole. I think uh, he was just testing stuff. Yeah, I, I think he was just kind of testing. Dugat was hitting eighth. What? I'm okay with that. I don't know. I don't that's see that great. happening. I'm actually really okay with that because that makes the bottom of your lineup very dangerous. Now, I don't know how, how that's going to transform on a Friday night, but you would think you would load your guys, right, you know. You think that, but at the same time, you get into that. It comes a strategy. It is yeah. a strategy. I kind of like it. For the most part, I think the top four of the order is probably set in stone. I would say it would be Trey Morgan. It would be Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz. 
and then I would go Dodie and then Barry, or then Barry then Dodie. Yeah, I would one go of the Barry two. first. Yeah, he probably bat third because I'm gonna to. say this. I'm gonna say leading off Cruz, Trey Morgan the two, at the three, uh, Jacob Barry, clean mm-hmm. up Dodie. At the five, you have to put Duga. Yeah. Beloso at six, um, Jordan Thompson at seven, either Braden Jobert at eight or McManus at eight, and then kind of switch those. And then Milaz, and then whoever. Yeah. 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 For you, yeah. I think Cruz is going to lead off, but I would like to see Trey Morgan. Cruz led off in the Eugene Regional, Mm -hmm. didn't he? And he was actually pretty good. He he led off uh, for the last few weeks of the season. He was really good leading off, so I do like him there. I think that would be a good position for him. He led off 29 of 63 last year, and then Trey Morgan led off 34 of 63. Yeah. I kind of like it. I could get down with that. Well, we're going to move on to our last segment here, which is our predictions. We'll start off with one of the easier ones. Andre, where do you think the LSU Tigers will finish in the SEC West? See, that's hard. You know, you have Arkan, you have all these blue bloods in baseball now. You have No, what? they're not blue bloods in baseball. <laughs> I mean, LSU's a blue blood in baseball. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying Arkansas is historically great. Uh, I guess. Especially kind of. now. They're Recently. Up and, they're up and coming. <laughs> uh, you have Ole Miss and the defending champs, Miss, Mississippi State. But I'm going to say we finish second in uh, the SEC West. Who finishes first? Arkansas. Okay. You know what? I said that basketball would finish first just a few months ago, right? Now we won 18 games. We're getting there. So I'm going to say this about baseball again. Finishing first, and we're going to go to Omaha. Mm, no, I think we're <laughs> going to finish. I think we're going to finish third. But the two teams that. above us are going to be Arkansas and Old Miss, and that doesn't Ole necessarily Miss? make us a bad team. Yeah. It just right. means we're playing very good teams. No, our schedule is so much harder than theirs. Uh, my big curiosity is, do you think Jay Johnson will have the same success that Palmineri had in the SEC tournaments in Hoover? I hope so, man. I, 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 think, I think Hoover for the LSU just brand is just good. Yeah. You know, like we're known to man for dominating. for dominating Hoover. Yeah, I think so. I think even though it's not SEC experience, he still has experience. And with this this – lineup especially the offense i don't know how like there's not room for many mistakes and i think maneri gives him a little a few tips you know from uh yeah. his hoover experience oh yeah you know? he was he was really good in hoover yep. he was we owned hoover by oh, the way oh yeah we did for sure well we can kind of rapid fire through some of these and i'll give you all some series in the sec and you can tell me who you think's gonna win we'll start off on march 8 march 18th LSU will take on Texas A&M for the first SEC series. Thoughts? Should be a clean sweep. Yeah. Be Texas A&M. It's at Alex Box, too. Then you go to Florida. Say 2-1 us. Mm-hmm. LSU yeah. wins 2-1. to one. They just got Florida's, rid of their coach. Florida's good, but they're not as great as they're going to should be. I agree, and it's away. So, yeah, Florida yeah. will probably take one. Go and then one. we got Auburn. 3-0. Easy. At Skip Bertman Field, Alex mm-hmm. Box Stadium. Mississippi State is away. That one's hard, man. Yeah. But if we're hot, I'm going to say 2-1. I'm, I'm going to say we win one game. And the so you think yeah, yeah, they take the series? The I'm going to say 2-1. Yeah. Okay. This is probably the biggest series of our season because it's away and it's probably fighting mm, for placement. I can tell you when it gets harder because next week <laughs> you go to Fayetteville to play against Arkansas. Yeah, uh, we're probably winning one of these. Yeah. You yeah. probably win the Sunday game. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Then you take on Missouri at home. 3 Yeah, easy. I agree. 3-0. Sweep. Georgia. 2-1. 2-1. Georgia. 
Georgia's yeah. a good baseball team. Yeah, Georgia's not too bad. 2-1. Two two one. One. You go two Tuscaloosa after that. Should be 3-0, but we usually lose one to Bama, yeah, so I'm going to go 2-1. We'll, we'll lose one. And then you got Ole Miss at home. That's a big series. That's going to be a big-time series to decide the SEC. This is hard, but I'm going 2-1 t- because we, we were supposed to sweep them last year. We did. We blew that Sunday game. I don't know if you remember. I remember. It's hard to watch Javen. <laughs> Javen had a bad yeah. outing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Everybody had a bad outing, outing to be honest, with that pitching staff. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, two, yeah, 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one LSU. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Being at home. I'm not going to be shocked. Playing in Alex Box one. helps but you yeah, a lot in that. Exactly. I feel like these are going to go rubber matches. Like the, the Sunday games are going to matter. Yeah, a lot of rubber matches. I could see that. And then finally you will end off in Vanderbilt and Nashville. Call it a hot take. We're sweeping Vandy. I was going to say that just because they lost so much. That they lost everything. That's what I mean. I was like, that's a possibility. But they're so good. You won't hear that whistler. Trust. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. Maybe All right. Maybe what about the? One. What about the? What do you think about Houston? You know that Houston. Oh, against uh, what is it? Oklahoma, Texas, man. Texas, Texas is the number two team in the. You win that game, you're gonna be in. You're gonna be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's early game, so it. It doesn't mean that much. It's more bragging rights than. Than actual. I'd rather beat you in Omaha than beat you now. So. Yeah. LSU's done usually pretty well in the Shriners Classic. So yeah, we're historically pretty good. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us here. But after this, we do have an interview with pitcher pitcher Javen Coleman. But for now, this has been Andre Champon, Patricia Caputo, and I'm Tyler Viso, and this has been the Hodges Huddle. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined by Andre Champon, Patricia Caputo, and our special guest, pitcher Javen Coleman. What's up, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing well, how are you? So we're just doing a nice interview with Javen. So, Patricia, start us off. You got some questions? <laughs> oh, yes, I have a few questions to ask. First off, I just want, I'll start off with, I guess you could say, a hard one. Do you see yourself in LSU's weekend rotation? 100%. I, w- I mean... Uh, it's kind of all up for grabs right now. We're still competing against each other, and we all, all of us don't really know what our roles are just because coaches kind of let not really say anything in, in that little form. But, um, but yeah, 100%, I, I, I see myself in the, in the starting rotation. And if you could take a guess, what day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Mm, you know, a confident guy would say Friday like right. I am, so I'd say Friday, but I think realistically like Saturday. Okay. All right, Javen. Uh, that's kind of a hard question uh, coming out of high school, you know, what role did you think you would have in the rotation? Did you think you were going to be that weekend guy, like, coming off the bat, or did you think you were going to be that kind of relief role? I mean, um, you know, as, like a, as a freshman coming in, I think everybody, like, everybody's expectation was, like, you know, be that big guy and, and you know, come into a big school or whatever. But, I mean, I kind of – I think we already all knew who was going to be the starting ro- rotation, you know, like Jaden Hill, Landon Marceau, A.J. Levis. So I was kind of like – you know, just doing what I could. So, I mean, the middle relief, I, I was fine with it as I ended the fin- uh, season strong. So, Yeah, kind of going off that, in the Eugene Regional, you came in and you pitched some serious, some very good, some very great there, innings. I watched them. There. It was awesome. <laughs> what was your mindset going into those and how you had to really come up clutch and LSU really needed those because our arms were running thin towards the end of the weekend? What was your mindset going into that game? Just doing what I could to help the team. I mean, go as deep as I could. I mean, I knew the the bats were going to be hot because they, you know, 
nothing was slowing us down, obviously, at that point. So just go in there, fill up the zone, get the outside needed, and, you know, turned out the way it did. Another thing, so obviously you were recruited by Paul Maneri, mm-hmm. and he retired, and now Jay Johnson came in. How has he been for your team, and what have you all kind of learned from him? No, um, yeah, Maneri's a great guy, but Jay Johnson's kind of a lot more in-depth, a lot more detailed guy. So, you know, if he thinks we need to – whether we need to work on bunt defense, you know, cutoffs, that's what we're going to do until it's, like, 100% perfected. So, I mean, I guess that would say that's probably, like, a, a big, like, factor com- compared to Maneri and Jay, but both, you know, a lot of respect to both guys. Uh, what made you essentially come to LSU? You know, you're a, you're a Texas guy yeah. uh, from Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Houston. Um, no, honestly, LSU is, like, my dream school. Like, I always wanted to go there or come here. And, um, I mean, like, the fans, you know, can't beat the fans, just, like, the atmosphere, the culture. So. And yeah. were you homeschooled? I was homeschooled. So how big of a difference was that being homeschooled in Texas and coming to Louisiana to a huge school university? I mean, personally for me, it wasn't that big of a big of a deal. I think I adapt really well. So I didn't really – I didn't think it was too hard. Right. Okay. Yeah. I give you credit for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Compared to, you know, last year's team, what do you think has helped you grow as a player, you know, being a pitcher? And was it, like, workouts or, you know, facing better hitters, you know, especially this stack lineup, you know, this offense is going to have this year? Yeah. No, I mean, the the, the lineup we're going to have this year is probably the, the best, if not in the country. You know, I mean, obviously that that's helped me and kind of fine-tune my, my pitching ability and skill and whatnot. But, I mean, also, obviously, workouts play a big role into it, you know, whether it's, like, doing mobility, getting more flexible, and whatever it may be. So, yeah, both those, you know, contribute into that. Right. And, I mean, pitching looks like one of the bigger concerns for this team this season. So, as a pitcher yourself, what qualities do you think you possess that could help fix this level of concern? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, with some of the freshmen that that have come in, I think the pitching has gotten stronger. Um, You know, we have uh, some more power arms, like, from the freshman class and whatnot. But, I mean, me personally as one of three or four lefties, it's th- that's, like, a bigger thing, especially, you know, there's there's 19 guys on, on the pitching staff, you know, 15 mm-hmm. of them are righties, obviously, just being from the right. other side, you know, messing up the hitters and whatever it may be. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, just talking, I was watching a YouTube video mm-hmm. with Trey Morgan. It was mic'd yeah. up, and he said that Jay Johnson won't talk about Omaha. Is yeah. that true? Can you confirm that? I mean, yeah, he don't really like he, – he, he takes it one game at a time. So. And, and do you think that's a helpful tactic? I mean, yeah, it just kind of keeps you where your feet are. I right, guess so it's say. more just stay focused, yeah, don't right. think about the future. Stay on the task, okay, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Task I like hand. that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What is something that you'd like people to know about what we're going to see from this pitching staff? Because I know that we lost a lot of guys this year, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a turnover in <clears throat> new rotation. What's something you think everybody's going to see out of this pitching staff this coming season? Um, I th- like I said, I think a lot more power arms, a lot more velocity going to go thrown up on the board. Um, but I think our depth compared to last year, it, this year's a lot. A yeah, lot, he said he was. Easy. He said he was ready to throw out six, seven pitchers yeah. on opening night. Yeah, That's going to be absurd. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be able to keep up with us. I'm going to be honest with you. Really, yeah. I love that. And yeah. with the bats flying, I mean, that off season, that then this off season with how Jay Johnson's gone and the bats y'all have had to face as pitchers. What have yeah. you seen from the batters and how they've just adapted to 
everything because yeah. this depth on this pitching roster is so great that they're going to see every type of ball. Yeah, no, it's, you know, with the depth we have from the pitching side and the hitting side, it's kind of been a battle every scrimmage. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously that's like competition, but I mean, um, you know, the way Jay Johnson kind of teaches these guys to hit, you kind of have to, oh, you, you really got to think about what you're going to throw them in. And yeah. So it, it kind of makes it a lot, a lot more tough than it was like compared to last year. So. Yeah, uh, Javen, you know, besides winning a natty yeah. and the SEC or any of that, what are your, like, personal goals? You know, like maybe all SEC, yeah. all, you know, All-American, you know. Yeah, I'd want to be obviously like all SEC, all-American. I'd, I'd love to do both those. But, um, I mean, really just starting with, like, a starting spot is my real first goal. So I'll just say with that. I got you. And uh, we're going to turn more or less to the less serious side now. Um <laughs> Now in the locker room, I know a bunch of you guys like to clown, especially you. You're a goon. But, but uh, uh, who would you say, besides yourself, is the funniest guy on the team? Uh, who's the funniest? I'm, it's, it's a hard question. There's a lot of funny guys on the team, a lot of goofy guys, a lot of outgoing guys. Um, would you want, like, top? top yeah, yeah. Give me, like a, guy, give me, like, a top three. Give me a top three. Number one, I'd go with Riley Cooper, oh. the transfer from Arizona. Yep. He's, he's really funny. Super funny guy. Uh, yeah. he'd, he'd be a guy you need to bring in here. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Good to know. Um, I'd say Riley Cooper, then um, Brody Jarost. He, he's, oh. he's pretty funny. And then third, I'll go with Braden Jobert. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm guessing McManus is, is one of the dads of the team, yeah, he is. if he's I had to guess. He's a little older. Yeah. He's a good he's guy, a, though. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. I respect oh, yeah. him a lot. Everybody respects him. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's uh, he cuts my hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. T-Clippers. Yeah. Shout uh, out T-Clippers. <laughs> any of y'all have, you have any more? Just the last one, being yeah. left-handed, when your parents, coach, whoever it was, found out you were left-handed, mm-hmm. did they know that you were going to be a pitcher from the start? No, not really. I mean, I was always, I was played pitcher and played the field. Right. So I didn't necessarily know what I was going to be in the end. I mean, I didn't really know I was going to be a pitcher until I was, like, probably 16 or 17. Okay. So wow. it's a little later compared to right. other people. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you like, go ahead. No, no, you, so you yeah. played both in high school, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. two-way. Yeah. So no, it can be a two-way year for sure. Okay, good to yeah. know. I'm not going to talk about that. So what are you looking forward to most on opening night, you know, just seeing the fans and seeing all that? Seeing the fans, definitely. Yeah. Just scrimmaging and not, you know, it's kind of at this point. It's hard to keep going. Like parents every weekend, yeah, pretty much. Parents, yeah, same, same face. I mean, it's not, not that's a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, just seeing a bunch of people in the stands will just kind of fire you and up. And I have that student section uh, student in right field. crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy. Uh, let's hope uh, event staff doesn't, uh, you know, stop the fun. Yeah, yeah. stop the fun. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop us. Come on now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all good. I'm going to ask one more. Uh, who on the – I know this is, a, like, probably a hard question, yeah. but who is the hardest hitter to face for you so far? Um, I think the fall is, like, really successful, so I didn't really have anybody that I've struggled against. This spring, you know, everybody's really trying to dial in for the yeah. season, so it's kind of, you know, the level has gone up, up. a notch or two. Um, for me um, – I wouldn't really say anybody. I mean, I would say a more tougher opponent. Yeah, would be like Jacob Berry. Yeah. So you yeah. you were that good of a pitcher. Good. You were that good of a pitcher. You just nobody struggled. You're like your dog. I'm just confidence. Hey, 
I love the confidence. Yeah. That's that's Barry, a weekend starter answer yeah. right there, maybe by the Jacob way. Barry. Maybe. 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 We go back and yeah. forth a little bit, though, you know. Awesome. That's yeah. all that matters. Hey, man, I'm really excited for the baseball season. Me too. What are you, y'all are going to be good, I think. I, I got a good feeling about it. A lot it. better than good. A lot better than, <laughs> a lot good. better than good? I love the confidence. Is it, is it Omaha or bust? Is what? Omaha or bust, like. Oh, it's Omaha all the way. Come on now. I would do that. I'd <laughs> love to hear it. This is the only time he'll mention that. Yeah. Never in the locker room. I love it. Yeah, Jay Johnson might make you run some triangles yeah. or something. Yeah, I hope he doesn't Hopefully, hear hey, this. Coach, relax. <laughs> <laughs> Got a. Hey, man, y'all are gonna be all right. I think. So, you feeling good about it? Oh yeah. All I'm right really, then. Good. Really confident. Good. Yeah. Confidence. Well, Baseball's here. How excited are you for baseball to be back? I'm ready to play. It seems like I haven't played in ages. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that difficult. That I bet. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. We really appreciate the interview. Yeah, I appreciate yep, you having you. me on here.